Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the podcast, Alice Living. How are you? I am good, thank you. It's great to be back. Thank you for having me. It's so, so nice to see your face. Even over a video call, you are joyously <laughs> sunshiny. So um, I have no doubt that these feel-good habits that you're going to share with me are going to be excellent. Well, I hope so. I did say to you when we started, I was like, I think some of them are going to be fairly obvious. But yeah, you, like you said, it's all about, about the reason behind it. So hopefully I'll give you some good some good rationale as to why I've chosen them. Yes, and you've been on the show before, but just to refresh everybody's memory, I mean, I see you all the time because I'm always logged into my entire saved saved feed on my Instagram is just all of your workouts because they are brilliant. <laughs> and every time anyone messages me and says, what workouts are you doing? I just say, don't ask me, ask Alice. She's qualified and she does brilliant videos. So yeah. you are um, a fitness influencer. Well, I mean, that doesn't really cover it because you're a qualified personal trainer. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's so hard to give myself a title. Like, you know, when you sit down at a dinner party and so like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, how long have you got? Because there's quite a few things. But I guess my, my background was in musical theatre. I was a professional dancer. And then I transitioned from that to become a personal trainer. And I guess fitness has always made up like the main body of what I do. And it's my passion and my love. Um, but as well as that, I, you know, I also run a podcast and I do, um, I've written three books and, um, do all sorts of other things. So um, it's kind of a really varied job. But yeah, I would say, I guess a, a lot of what people will know me for is being a fitness influencer or, be, or being a personal trainer on Instagram as such. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to be called that. You are an ultimate slashy and you are like a lot of people I know who they can't just say, I'm a broadcaster because there's so many layers to it. <laughs> yeah. I know I actually dread being asked what I do sometimes because I'm like oh god I don't quite know how to say it. and it also depends on the crowd you know if I go to my boyfriend's like finance events I'm like um I'm an author <laughs> yeah because I should just be proud of what I do but sometimes I'm like oh god I don't know what to say <laughs> no it's a funny one isn't it you do have to play for the crowd it's like when you tweak a cv for whoever you're sending it to exactly Right. So I can't wait to get stuck into these. So where where are you? Because I know you've been very organized as well. And you actually have these all written down. So what is your... Well, I'm going to go more start of the day to the end of the day. I've sort of done it chronologically throughout the day. And I would say that, like, ultimately, these are the things that I genuinely do day to day. So I'm not trying to do like crazy, unrealistic things. I just want things that, you know, I, I actually 
adhere to every day. And I would say that my number one thing and the thing that makes me a, a nicer, better person every day is getting a good sleep. I'm actually like really um, protective of my sleep hours and I don't sleep in like I'm not someone that has lions or anything like that. I'm more I have to be in bed early because I usually wake up at about half five, six o'clock every day. So I need to make sure that I'm getting a solid seven to eight hours sleep every night. And if I don't get that, I can feel it. So I think that like I and I guess that's that's because of a number of things. We know that sleep is inherently linked to our recovery from exercise. And I'm someone who does a lot of exercise. So for that reason, sleep becomes really important for me because I know that that's one of the key ways in which I can recover from my training and be able to train harder in my next session. Um, but also, I think just generally, like um, I, I love the idea of like every day being a fresh start and that mm. like sleep just putting everything to bed wake up the next day and it's like right we have a clean slate let's go again um and I'm not someone that tries to like linger on what happened the day before or the week before or whatever I'm kind of I, I'm pretty good at being able to start each day as I need to go on and kind of have that as a fresh start so um yeah my number one thing was definitely getting a good night's sleep and I know that's easier said than done I know so many people who really start I mean I have so many clients who really struggle with their sleep and as soon as we start to tweak their sleep hygiene and get them like getting to bed earlier and stuff it does make a huge difference um but I think if you have it as a priority and it's something that you try and set as a goal to try and get into bed a little bit earlier make sure that you are are kind of not snoozing your alarm as well that's a big bugbear that I have I never ever snooze an alarm um I know me and my boyfriend have a big kind of like um (laughs) we have a big like not not um argument about it but we sort of he he's a big snoozer so he'll snooze three times whereas I cannot snooze an alarm I have to get up straight away um and it's really funny like in the mornings I'm always up and ready way before him um but yeah I think just just setting aside like um some time to have proper decent sleep not being on your phone not watching tv is is what makes me a better person do you have any particular if you feel yourself getting out of a a sleep routine do you have anything that can get you back in like is it the fact that you make it into a little bit of a nest when you get into bed or do you have any sleep sprays or particular pajamas that really help I I honestly I swear by reading before bed I think it's the number one way to to, to ease yourself into a good sleep mm. so I will always have, I have a stack of books by the side of my bed and I um, will just grab whatever I'm reading at the, at the time and I can genuinely only usually get through about like 10 pages and then I can feel my eyes going and I go straight to sleep like it's it is really good I would say the other things as well is like um, I think we live in a caffeine-fueled society, and I love a coffee just as much as anyone else. I'm currently drinking one now. But if I find that I'm getting to that point where I, um, I'm really struggling with my sleep, I'm waking up in the night, um, that can be an indication of a number of things. That can either be an indication of, of I'm over-caffeinating dur- during the day, and therefore that's affecting my sleep. So in that case, I try and cut out caffeine a little bit or just cut myself down to, you know, I'm not saying don't have coffee because, like I said, I love it, but I'll usually then only have, like, one a day. Uh, and then the second thing is also, am I overtraining? So 
you know, you and I both exercise and um, there are varying thresholds at which you can get to a point where your body is actually struggling to recover from the session before. And we tend to call that overtraining where you don't quite fully recover. And one of the symptoms of that is actually disruption of sleep. So waking up in the night or struggling to get to sleep because your central nervous system is so wired from your exercising that it actually struggles to bring itself down to that kind of like um, calmed state where you then uh, would go to sleep so that's actually something else that I'm really mindful of if I find that I'm starting to get to a point where I'm struggling to sleep or get to get to sleep I think hmm, hang on a second how much have I trained this week what have I done and it's easily done you know if you if you love to exercise and it's a thing that you enjoy obviously you know you you want to you want to do it but there's definitely a point where um, you can have too much of a good thing so just being mindful of the symptoms of overtraining and and sleep being affected is one of those things it's interesting you say that because you posted about it I think you reposted as Andy Vincent last week yeah about yes. overtraining and I thought oh Emma you've because in lockdown there's been no excuse so I have been weight training three days a week for six months and then when I'm not doing that I go for long walks and I'm doing yoga and I that's why I was saying listeners before we started I've given myself a go slow this week where I'm not I'm actually not doing any weight training and then after I read that post and was listening to what you were saying I actually spoke to Gillian Michaels and then had this long chat with her about intermittent fasting and autophagy and how like you really can get yourself into a place where you actually the best thing you can do for yourself is just take some days off yeah Definitely. I mean, like, there are so many things that put stress on our body. And I think stress is a can be a blessing and a curse. And that's the really important thing. It can stress can be great in certain situations, but it can also be really quite damaging in other situations. So it's just being mindful of like the, the, the threshold at which you are able to tolerate and then being aware of the symptoms of, okay, I think I'm doing too much or overstressing my body too much um, and really trying to tune into that and recognize when to pull back and when to push mm. I also I don't know if you feel like this but I feel as though if you do go in get into bed at the same time every night it will within two weeks it will become an automatic body clock so when you say you don't snooze your alarm I can completely believe it well, that kind of leads into my next one, which is quite nice. good. But my next one was basically having a morning routine, um, which I think is so crucial to having a positive day. And I would swear by this. I read a book when I was on tour um, with Annie, my previous life. <laughs> but I was on tour with Annie and I remember being up in Glasgow um, at the theatre up there and I was writing my first book. So I was doing like crazy hours trying to get that finished and then doing eight to 10 shows a week. So my body was like wrecked and I was exhausted. And I remember reading this book called, um, oh God, it's The Miracle Morning. That's what it's called, The Miracle Morning. And I remember reading this book and it being so game changing for me in that um, it was all about like this crucial hour where you get up in the morning and you're not on your phone and you basically take an hour to like set yourself up for the day with whatever it is that does that for you. And what I found was that like I started to thrive off like being up that little bit earlier than everyone else when everyone's still asleep and I get up and I can get myself organized and, you know, set myself up for the day and know that by the time everyone gets up, I'm ready, I'm on, I'm going like I'm, you know, and for me mentally, that just meant that like I felt way more productive during the day. I felt like I could get more done. You know, I didn't feel like because I was still, you know, getting to bed. I'd finish a show at half 10. So I'd get to bed by 11. But getting up at like half five six o'clock um 
and just feeling as though I kind of could blitz my day then was the best thing. Um, and since then, it's almost like stuck. You know, I've just become a really good morning person. And you're right. It's all about routine. And I love it. I love I remember reading something by Barack Obama where he said that he basically when he was president, he wore the same suit every day because it kind of reduced the choice of what to wear every day. So he didn't have to worry about what to wear. It was like, I know what I'm wearing every day, so I'm going to wear the same suit every day. And that kind of takes out that decision. And I don't go that far. I mean, I don't wear the same outfit every day. <laughs> but what I would say is that there are really simple things that I can do to make my morning as stress-free as possible. So that means I pack my bag the night before. Um, I pull out the outfit that I'm going to wear the next day. I make sure that I've got myself organized in terms of have I got everything that I need for the day, look at my diary so then I know that what I'm doing the night before so I know that like where I'm going throughout the day um, and then in that hour it's about me getting up and basically doing the same thing every day so I get up I take my probiotics I wait 10 minutes <laughs> then I um, have my coffee I sit and watch the news for like 10 minutes and just see what's going on in the world check my phone and um, and then I get myself ready and I basically do the same thing every morning whether it's a weekend whether it's you know in the week and that might sound really obsessive and a bit like crazy, but honestly, it makes me feel so organized and um, like just helps me have a really productive day. Um, and that's not to say that I do it at the same time every day, by the way. Like on a weekend, I'll definitely let myself sleep in until about seven, <laughs> which is which is the, the latest I can lie in till um, because I just I'm not a, I'm not someone that can lie in. Unfortunately, I take after my mom. But um, but yeah, I'll just do it a little bit later. But yeah, I think morning routine, particularly during the week, um, means that I just feel good for the rest of the day. I feel organized and I feel as though I kind of have my shit together basically yeah, yeah. and we um you actually mentioned something there that reminds me of the conversation we had last time you were on which was talking about anxiety and about being late and then people being angry with you and I feel like if you are prone to that actually just like looking at your diary the night before so nothing is a surprise the next day it means you're future proofing <laughs> like to avoid yeah. any kind of issue completely and you know I've I've had um or I've been with and, and actually my boyfriend's pretty much fallen into my way of doing things which is quite nice I mean he's he's pretty organized in the mornings now as well and um it's nice when we're both in that rhythm but I remember when we first got together and I'd find it so stressful because he'd like wake up like snooze his alarm wake up at the last moment and then like grab all his stuff and just be like rushing around I just think it's such a stressful way to start your day if you start your day in a chaotic manner how are you ever going to rein back from that because then you're rushing to work you've got to get on a sweaty tube if you live in London or whatever mm. public transport you're then late you then get into the office and you're a bit flustered you know it, it's kind of it has a um a ricochet effect throughout the day whereas if you can just like set that alarm 10 minutes earlier make sure you're organized each morning make sure you've got everything set like it it takes out the stress and going back to back to that Barack Obama thing if you can just make as few decisions as possible in the morning so you don't have to think about what you're wearing you don't have to think about what you're having for breakfast you have to think about what you're going to do when you get up you it becomes a routine like life becomes easier and it's less stressful and think, going back to what we were talking about stress like reduce stress where possible <laughs> yeah and I think Mark Zuckerberg's talked about it as well like he's famous for wearing the same jeans and t-shirt and it's all laid out for him so that his decision making is all focused on his business exactly exactly rather than what t-shirt goes with what jeans 
I like that. I like that. And I'm going to find Miracle Morning listeners. Don't worry, I've got your back. I will put it in the show notes. So that brings... I can't remember who wrote it, but it's a great book. I will find it. I will find it. (laughs) Don't you worry. I have a... It's not Hal Hal Elrod, is it? No. Oh, it might be. It might be. I might have it in the other room. Google. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So does that bring us to the middle of the day if we're um, at habit number three? I hope so. We're sort of mid-morning because that's when I usually train. Um, But my third thing is naturally exercise. I couldn't go through this without saying that exercise isn't super duper important. And um, I think I want to caveat this point with the fact that like, while weight training is the way that I choose to personally train, and I'm a big fan of it, particularly for women, um, there is no right or wrong way to exercise. So as long as you're moving your body and you're feeling good doing it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't do what what you want to do in terms of when it comes to exercise. So I am going to talk about strength training particularly. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to caveat that with exercise in whatever manner is going to make you feel good no matter what. So find something that you enjoy is the most important thing and then go from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sorry. It's, is that you? It is me. <laughs> Apologies. It, That's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> they've gone now. <laughs> don't stop for the podcast no you don't quite right too quite right too (laughs) but um so yeah so exercise is super important to me for a number of reasons and I think you know I've definitely been on a journey with it I probably started just as so many people do wanting to change my body and to lose weight and to feel good um and I did that and I you know I've did feel great for a very short time. Um, but I quickly realized that that was such a, an unfulfilling goal because I reached my goal body. And then I was like, well, what now? I trained for this and now what do I do? Um, so I quickly had to look at other ways to motivate myself to exercise because I knew that it was something that I wanted to continue to do, but I had to look elsewhere. And that's when I really started to appreciate exercise for what it really was which is unfortunately it's been pigeonholed into being something that we only ever approach when we want to change our bodies and to lose weight but actually it brings so so many other positive benefits to our life beyond weight loss Um, and just to name a few you know we're talking about improved mental health reduced signs of depression um things like particularly in women which is why I'm so passionate about women who are um, menopausal or perimenopausal um, lifting weights is really good at keeping that bone health and bone density to kind of um, reduce the risk of osteoporosis um, it's like unbelievable how many reasons there are out there to exercise that go beyond weight loss um, but we seem to only see it for that mm. and actually like that was where I really had that kind of pivot and was like hang on a second like this is an amazing thing and um for me weight training was was the the thing that I just felt clicked with me the most um the reason being that I just felt like it was the most progressive form of exercise I was able to see myself getting physically stronger and I was able to track myself lifting heavier weights um, and really being able to set that as my goal so that I constantly felt like I was motivated to exercise and to move because I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I want to get a PB on this or whatever it is. Um, but I also find that it's the most, as far as I I can see, it's the most varied form of training. Like there are 
hundreds of thousands of exercises out there that you can do all of them beneficial for various different reasons and I guess that's why you know I've been training in that way now for six plus years and there are still exercises that I come across from that that are given to me by my coach and I'm like oh god I've never tried that or god I'm rubbish at that even though I've trained for this long and I'm you know relatively strong you know he gave me pistol squats in my last program and I was like oh my god these are impossible um (laughs) But there's always something that I can work on and I love it for that because I'm I, I there's always an opportunity to feel like a beginner again mm. and to feel like new to learn and I love that about it um but also I I am a better person for exercising mentally um you know we spoke about anxiety earlier I'm someone that is of an incredibly anxious disposition I would say and I have really suffered with anxiety in the past in various different ways and for various different reasons but I would say that as a constant um, and that's something that, that that has always been something that I rely on to pull me through difficult periods. I would say exercise is up there. And I just want to say with that as well, like it's never a cure. And I think people often hail exercise as being this cure for so many things. Exercise isn't a, a cure, but it's a really important piece of the puzzle when it comes to mental health. Um, and I think it can be a really beneficial piece of the puzzle. Um so yeah, I I really I really have found it so beneficial for me for for so many different reasons. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my my number three. And I think you know I'm I'm sure that people listening are probably like, oh my god, she's like she can talk about exercise like she can talk about a person that she loves. <laughs> but honestly, like I I do feel very passionately about it, and I think you know we should all be moving in some way. Um, but I think we need to kind of rip up the rule book of what we were once told by the likes of, you know, Jane Fonda and that kind of, who <laughs> <laughs> said, don't lift heavy weights, you'll get bulky and all that kind of stuff. And actually just embrace the fact that just do what makes you happy. It's really, it's really interesting. And in the last year, I've, I always thought that if I wanted to have, as you talked about earlier, my perfect body, my goal body, I had to run because I was just brought yeah. up in that era where runners were lean and what have you. And I had my breast reduction surgery and running felt really weird after the fact. So I just been using my body weight and I've progressed up to various weights. And mm. I, it's amazing how physically capable you feel. Mm-hmm. And, and as yeah. you say, every two months, I do a routine for two months and then I bin it and I start something different so that I don't mm. get you know used to it and um, my body adapts. And it's so good at the beginning of that to feel like a learner again. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, definitely. 
and like and that never ends you know that's like that's whether you've been training for 20 years or two years you know there was there is always that feeling of trying something new or trying a different exercise or doing something in a slightly different way that can make you really have to be humbled and be like right well I need to work on this one don't I so that's what I love about it and you know going back to what I said at the start I'm not saying it's the be all and end all if you don't enjoy weight training please don't force yourself to do it but there are many many benefits to mm. to just lifting some weight in in whatever capacity so yeah I would definitely recommend it as something to try and one of the most important things about weight training is the rest <laughs> that you have to build in which brings us back to point <laughs> one absolutely <laughs> <laughs> okay so what do we have for number four so number four is um something that I feel very passionately about in that we've spoken about mental health probably quite a lot today um and so for me this is one of the things that I do that really helps me to just take a bit of a pressure um so take a bit of pressure off the pressure cooker that is my brain um and it's I've basically described it as share your problems slash discuss your day. So this for me is a really big thing um, in terms of when I come home and when my boyfriend comes home and it's not always with him. Sometimes I'll get on the phone to my mom or one of my friends, but it's kind of just like um, having a rundown of your day, particularly if something's happened that you're a little bit stressed about or if you're worried about something, having a debrief of your day mm. to someone that you know and trust and just letting a little bit of that steam off is really important for me. Um, I found that when I lived, so at the start of my boyfriend and I's relationship, I lived on my own and it was always my goal to live on my own. I wanted to have my own flat and I wanted to move to London and be really independent. And it was great, you know, I did I, I did it and I got the flat and I, and I felt, I definitely felt happy, but I, I really noticed like towards the end of my time living alone, like, the void of just communicating with someone at the end of the day and just being able to even like have a chat and just be like how was your day what did you do um I really miss that because I would end up you know twiddling my thumbs on my own just being a bit like oh god like you know I I, I, I never shared my problems so I would just build and build and build all of this stress and anxiety without ever letting anything off um and it was really interesting when I moved in with my boyfriend I noticed within like a couple of weeks just the benefit I got of just having someone to talk to in the evening, if, particularly when I was going through tough times and stuff, just to be able to share that with and be like, oh, I've actually had quite a hard day today. And it, and it doesn't come naturally to me. Like, I'm not a sharer naturally. I, you know, I don't like to seem as though I have problems. And I'm sure we're all the same. Like, you never like to show a weakness or vulnerability because it's like, oh, God, that feels really uncomfortable. But I think I do have to force myself in some ways to to open up a little bit because I can feel the benefit of it afterwards when I can go to sleep easier and I'm not, you know, lying in bed thinking about a million things that have happened that day. And even just like being able to have a different perspective on stuff for someone to for him to come in or for my mum to come in and be like, oh, do you know what? Have you thought about this, this and this? And I'd have been like, God, I never thought about it that way. Like, it's so good to have a second voice and a second opinion. And um, so I I'm a big fan of like the day debrief mm. with someone anyone that you trust um particularly when you've had stressful days just to kind of decompress and talk about what's happened and and just have a bit of a like I said letting off of some steam that's such a good idea and it reminds me it reminds me a little bit of the Kardashians and when they say the peak in the pit of their day because that yes. kind of ties it up in a bow doesn't it it's like it's out yeah. there now 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Are you gutted that they finished? I'm going to be all right. <laughs> I'll survive. I'm going to survive. I've only ever watched the odd episode. I've never really watched it. I mean, I, I think they're incredible as a brand. I mean, hats off to them. They've been incredibly successful. But yeah, I've never really, never really got into it. Sorry, that's a massive segue. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, I'm, no. I love, I love reality TV. Like that's probably my way of debriefing. And actually, it's funny you talk about that because I've just I've started reading this incredible book all about if you understand your brain, you can change your life. And it's things like there's um, there are lots of different brain types and none of them are bad or wrong. But uh, if you have a particular brain type, you might be more prone to depression and you can change it with various things. And this is by people who do various photo imaging of brains. And so they can see like if you just give somebody a supplement, how the literally the map of their brain will change over a course of time and actually they were talking in there about these um negative thoughts and how mm. it's very easy particularly if you're by yourself to believe negative thoughts so if you get to the end of the day and you think so and so was a prat on email that thing didn't go right then it just swirls and actually it's really useful to just at the end of the day unwrap it by flipping them completely and saying oh they were a bit of an idiot on email but Actually, I remember that time we had that really good thing that happened and just attach something positive to every negative thought you've had. Definitely, definitely. And you're absolutely right. Reality TV is also the perfect escape. And I am not <laughs> someone who's snobby about it. I love it too. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think just having something to decompress from a day is really important mm. um, and have kind of like, I mean, I find this difficult because I because my job is on social media, it's very hard to have an off switch from that. Mm. So I have to be strict to myself to like make sure that I have a definitive end to the day where, you know, rather than just letting myself run into the evening and be answering messages and doing stuff like to kind of just draw a line and be like, okay, after eight o'clock or seven o'clock, whatever it is, that's the end of my day. I'm done now. And I'm going to sit and I'm going to talk to Paddy and I'm going to watch TV or whatever it is. And that's my decompress. Mm -hmm. I think that is important really really important and actually but but what I have noticed with you is you will say actually I'm not feeling brilliant this week so I'm going to take it easy or and it was that message you shared on your stories about overtraining that made me look at what I was doing and I was feeling shattered and I was just continuing on anyway and if I hadn't seen that post would I would I have sort of investigated and taken a bit of a break myself so it's very it's good as well I guess that you are sharing bits of it on social yeah yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, that's the beauty of social media that that I love is like main feed is for like, you know, videos and, and stuff that looks pretty polished, but like stories are for you to be honest and vulnerable. And I really enjoy sharing that because the, the, the content that I relate to most is generally that kind of stuff. I yeah. love hearing yeah. people's, you know, normal worries and and habits and um I love seeing people without makeup on and with their face masks on and with their hair wet and all that kind of stuff like that's the stuff I love because I'm like oh everyone's just human and we all have flaws and well none of us have flaws in in my eyes but you know what I mean we all have perceived flaws and things that we're self-conscious about and um and yeah it's nice to see that side of stuff on stories as well and, and to be able to be honest about stuff agree that's a strong agree from me I fight yeah the when it's all perfection or when it's all too too perfect yes I get a bit bored I'm like show me the real stuff like I was just watching Sam Chapman this morning she did a live where she was going through some makeup deliveries and her washing machine was going off in the background and I just thought that I can get on board with because that I that's real life my washing machine's about to stop beeping (laughs) 
yeah, I love that. I remember what I was doing a teaching live and my dishwasher like flooded oh, um, no. and I was like oh my god this is awful so stressful but yeah it's the realities of life isn't it that's what people love to see um and that oh sorry what were you gonna say? oh no I was gonna say yesterday I nearly shared a story because I bought a dishwasher cleaning you know one of the ones that you put in on an empty dishwasher just to clean out mm-hmm. all the grime and I was so excited I nearly did stories and I thought no no Emma oh I got I a job to- lot I'll send you the link um yeah because my dishwasher was getting a bit stinky, Alice, and I was getting very distressed about it. I was like, I've got to do something about this. Yeah, my boyfriend keeps saying we need to clean our dishwasher. And I'm like, what do you actually clean a dishwasher? You get these things that you just slot in, do uh, on a hot cycle, it cleans out all the grime. This is, this is what I need. This is the content that I'm after. How to clean your dishwasher. I mean, I could just pop it on YouTube. I'm sure there'd be loads of great stuff on there, but you know. Thank you. Please do send me the link. I will. And I was delighted afterwards. I opened the dishwasher afterwards. Oh, isn't that good? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're getting old. We're getting old. (laughs) We really are. It's so bad. It's so bad. You know when you, you know when you buy microfiber cloths and get excited about that Tupperware? Yes. I am obsessed with microfiber cloths because, I don't know if you can see in the background, we've got (laughs) this awesome metal stuff like oh god honestly i need yeah our kitchen's a little bit needs changing but um but they just leave marks everywhere so my microfiber cloths are my are my number one favorite thing absolutely and there anyway yeah enough enough of the adult cleaning chat because i could i could go on i could tell you about the new and i could tell you about the new bleach that i'm using it no i'm joking (laughs) but are you serious when you said you've got a new hoover and just out of curiosity is it a melee no, it's not. It's a Dyson. Oh. Have I gone wrong? No, I love a Miele, but is it one of the cordless ones? Yes, it's a cordless. Oh, Alice. Yes, it's a cordless. It's incredibly um, uh, nifty mm. around the corner, I would say. And um, it, it's, um, it charges up really quickly. Like you plug in, it takes like 10 minutes and it's got like loads of charge. And also you can take the head off so you can get in the corners with the like, you know, on your sofa and stuff. It's great. It really is great. Yeah. Not not sponsored, by the way. (laughs) We're going to have some links to swap by the end of this. Okay. But before we get really stuck into microfiber cloths and hoovering. (laughs) Yeah. What is it? Where are we ending up? Uh, You actually touched on it earlier, which I loved. Um, My last thing is... The number one thing, I know I've basically said that about everything, but I think the number one thing, if I did have to to have to choose from all my five, that makes me feel good is walking. And the reason why I wanted to put walking, basically, I wanted to make all of my things free, pretty much. I know exercise can be expensive, but it is essentially free um, because I didn't want to be, it to be things that people buy. But I think walking is the most underrated form of exercise ever. And I believe it to be crucial to our physical health um and I feel that strongly about it that I'm like just yeah I could I could talk about walking for ages um but for me walking has been the thing that actually during lockdown I recognize as being way more important than I did before because you know when you only got that hour a day outside so I do my weight training at home but I literally looked forward so much to being able to get outside and go for a walk for an hour it was like the highlight of my day Mm. And the freedom and the headspace that it gives you, you know, I live near the river, so I walk down to the river and I'd walk along the river. And it's like, uh, um, somewhere, um, so much more. Um, and I think with walking, I think it's actually almost meditative for some, like if you can get to that point where 
you're just walking, you clear your head, you're trying to just focus on putting one foot in front of the other. I think it really can be quite meditative and calming. And I'm, yeah, I'm a big believer in trying to fit in some kind of walking into your day. And it doesn't have to be long, you know, one of my clients I was actually chatting to yesterday like she's she's still working from home and she's really struggling to get out so we've just set her a goal of 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening after work and like it's not long maybe like two laps around the block or whatever it is but it just makes such a big difference to how you feel just being able to get out move the blood around the body just have a bit of a raising of your heart rate and what that can do for your mind and for your body is is amazing um, and I think as well walking is manageable for people you know if you if I told you to go and do a 30 minute hit class 50% of people would say no can't be like don't want to and that's fine obviously that's okay um, but if you said to someone go and do a 20 minute walk I think most people would take you up on it and say yeah all right okay um, so yeah it's my it's my biggest most favorite thing to promote to people is get walking just get outside move your body and even if it's only 10 minutes a day it's better than nothing so yeah I um had Sarah Wilson on the podcast it wasn't uh it was a little bit before I saw you last time so it might have been I might have mentioned this last time we spoke but when you're walking uh-huh. the part of the brain that switches on anxiety it's like a fail safe they can't be on at the same time if you're walking your ang- your anxious thinking brain can't be I think it can be switched on, but it can't be switched on in the same way. So it dials down right. anxiety, just biologically. Amazing. And well, I'm, there you go. It definitely helps me with my anxiety. And I'm going to suggest this to you because I have the same walking route that I do through this park. And if there's no one around, I have to. I honestly have to say this, if there's no one around, there's a particular stretch and I check it. But I, I can just walk in a straight line. If you, if you can do twenty seconds walking with your eye closed, eyes closed, with the same pace, it, it's such a weird but actually quite brilliant feeling. I'm just going to have to leave you with that, and you'll have to tell me if you try it. Oh, I thought you were going to say I sing because I do that all the time, even when there are people around. If I've got my music in, I'm walking and I'm singing. You know that I like I'm obsessed with musical theatre, mm. so I'm probably like belting some like Wicked or something like that. Um, and I forget that there are people around me, but yeah, singing and walking is my favorite thing, but I've never done the eyes closed thing. So that is, that is a new thing. I'll give it a go. Yeah. You just, even if you just do 10 seconds, but you just sort of almost feel it's this weird feeling where you almost, because obviously your eyes aren't involved in where you're going. So your senses just seem to switch on in panic mode, but in a really not panicky way. But anyway, I'll give it a go. (laughs) You have to try Uh, it and tell me what you think. I'll be with the hospital bill when I break my arm. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Proceed with caution, Alice. Proceed with caution. And you do, and actually you did some stories recently where you were singing and your voice is incredible. Well, I mean, I did go to musical theatre school, so I can't take, I I mean, it's not like I worked hard for it, but um, it's like my, in fact, I didn't put singing in here. I probably should have put that as one of my strategies, but um, I'm obsessed with singing. That was like my thing at college. I just love it so much. And I've I've never been brave enough to post myself singing. I've only started doing it in the last couple of um, months because I just always get really nervous about doing that. Even though I've been in like a a musical and whatever, um, I still get nervous about it. But um, yeah, I find singing to be 
and the only time I do it, and this is one, one I really look forward to, is like my boyfriend's out, the flat's like really quiet. You know, it's probably a Saturday night, so there's loads of people playing music anyway. So if they hear some weird person screeching, it's not going to be too much of a, a shock. Um, and I just sing in my living room, and um, I love it. And you know that you can get so many backing tracks now on like YouTube and um, Spotify and stuff. So um, yes, I generally find like a musical theatre playlist and just let loose <laughs> there is a brilliant channel on youtube where they just have piano accompaniments and they've got the piano yeah. accompaniment for this is me oh love <laughs> love is dangerous Africa. because yeah i will send you the link to that too alice these have been great feel good habits i knew they would be <laughs> thank you thank you so much yeah well hopefully they ha- yeah hopefully they're helpful they i'm sure they will be and i will put the links into the morning uh, the miracle morning and i will obviously mm. listeners put the links to alice and i genuinely wholeheartedly advise you go and look at alice's feed if you want some good exercise techniques as i always say to people it's not just the exercise combinations and the circuits and the routines that you put together but it's your emphasis on form and really showing how to do an exercise properly to avoid injury which I think is really oh, important too. Very much. <laughs> very important. Yeah. Thank you. And um, at the time of recording, I think, is there some exciting stuff in the offing for you that we can mention? I mean, there is, yes. When's this coming out? Um, Soon. Yeah, uh, end of September, beginning of October. Okay, I can't can't say fully yet, but it's, but it's really exciting and it will be coming out in... Um, on the 1st of Jan so um stay tuned I'm really excited yes um but it's, it's essentially like a uh, an obvious next step given everything that I did during lockdown so hopefully it'll be really helpful for, for people and I will obviously be sharing that with you fully when it all goes live Alice yeah. it's been a delight to chat to you thank you so much for your time and for sharing your feel-good habits no thank you it's my pleasure thank you so much <laughs>